With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Boing. The clutch. The thrust. Your cough. My butt. Ooh, shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. Ooh, gimme, gimme, gimme. Your lust. The throttle. The glide. You want to slip and slide. Ooh, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Inside. Real high. You ride. My lust. I'm new, Parichi. That was supposed to be Happy New Year. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it is Sunday, January 6, 2013, and you're now listening to Playtime with Sandra Radio. I'm your hostess, Sandra London of livinggrind.com, broadcasting to you live from the wintry beaches of Southern California. Playtime with Sandra Radio broadcast live for your listening pleasure every Sunday evening from 8 p.m. Pacific time uh, via Playtime with Sandra Radio or sorry Playtime with Sandra.com in connection with Blog Talk Radio, TuneIn Radio, iTunes, Digital Podcast, and Naked Girls Radio. Tonight's episode will feature an interview of King Felix of KingFelixMusic.com. Until then, please enjoy the first song of the evening, which will be Forever in This Moment by Rockstars Volume 4.
Forever in This Moment by by Max Bears, Volume Four. And for the next song, I'll play. Here we go. I'll play Miracle by Nonpoint, since we've all made it here to the year 2013. Congratulations, everyone. Here you are, Miracle by Nonpoint, and I'll be right back with you.
that was the band Nonpoint with the song Miracle. Alrighty. Oh, let's see. Well, I guess I should start out uh, this evening's episode by saying happy birthday to any Capricorns out there. Um, so it's between December 22nd and January 20th. Um, if that's when your birthday falls, this applies to you. Happy birthday. Um, I haven't had a chance just yet to look over on Nikki Girls Radio to see specific members who may be celebrating um, at this juncture, but yes, my thoughts are right to you. I hope you're getting everything your heart desires. And um, I have some news all lined up on a couple of different little sheets here, so I'm going to get together a little bit more. Um, but in the meanwhile, I will play something for you, something nice. Let's see. Hmm. I'll do Melody by Elip, and I'll be right back with you with some news and tidbits. Um, I'm kind of radical. Here we go. Melody by Elip.
from Melody by Elip, and hopefully everybody can hear me okay out there. I'm actually not in my usual uh, broadcasting location, um, nor using my normal devices that I use, but hopefully everybody can hear me just fine. Um, but I did want to, let's see, what was my fan of talk about? Um, and then um, I suppose congratulations to Argentina, Australia, Luxembourg, Rwanda, and South Korea, who have all just joined the United Nations Security Council, and congratulations. And <laughs> Clippers beat the Lakers, but they did um, actually like break their like dynamite winning streak that they had going on, or they beat like they won 17 games in a row, I believe, and then like the 18th one they lost. They didn't beat Boston's records from back in like 89 or something, where they had 19 straight wins. But be that as it may, they're doing phenomenally, phenomenal as well <laughs> this year. So that's awesome. That's awesome. And um, let's see. There's other stuff. I gotta, I gotta move some stuff around here real quick. But check out um, my erotic story here. <laughs> la la. <laughs> Or not. Okay, check out Noise Problems really quick by Tommy Tornado, and then I'll get all this straight and rectified <laughs> for your oral pleasure. Here you go.
that, <clears throat> that was Tommy Tornado uh, with the song Noise Problems. Yeah. So I just wanted to let everybody know, um, surprise, surprise, I just created a profile and page on SoundCloud.com. So for those of you who have been tuning in, you might be familiar with the fact that I signed up with Reverb Nation a while back. Um, and yeah, what was it? just last night I signed up with SoundCloud. Um, and that is in large part due to listening to uh, King Felix and his music. Um, he has so many different platforms where people can listen and tune in um, to uh, Electro Boob of Dubstep um, and all this sorts of loveliness. And so I decided, hey, they had a section where I could sign up um, and you know, sort of compile a lot of my uh, new favorite songs or just songs in general that I stumble across that I really like, uh, even at the precise moment in, in which I find my pleasure, but <laughs> so yeah, so I signed up. Um, it's soundcloud.com slash playtime with Sandra. Um, so if you're already on there um, as a musician or just as a fan or um, as a fellow uh, radio host, hostess, or DJ, um, hey, follow me. I'll follow you back. It looks really cool. I like the site a lot. Um, before we have um, tonight's interview with Kelsey Lick. Um, I will play, hmm, I'm going to play one more song, um, and then I believe I will be having this interview. Uh, if not, we'll, we'll do some, some downtime with some erotica, perhaps live even. Play. But yeah, uh, stay tuned, but here's the next song, uh, Tarnished Halo by Mongol.
Sandra London on Naked Girls Radio, and you're about to listen to my hot audio erotica. This story is called The Nymph. It's about my alter ego, Sandrine, an insatiable nymph who captures the heart and hard-ons of men. Hello everyone, you're watching Sandra London TV. Tonight I'm going to read for you a story which was recently published on com. It's called The Nymph. You're watching Sandra London TV. <laughs> okay, here's a brief synopsis. It's an introduction to my alter ego, Sandrine, who is my inner succubus, an insatiable nymph who lavishes in her fixation with sex, stealing the hearts of men, and hiding behind her innocent-looking angel face and textbook smart. Now here's the story. I am undoubtedly shameless and something of a cunt, at least when it comes to sex and men. I've always known that it is in my, both my best interest and my worst to use the power inherent from birth to wile and beguile and get my way. The strongest power in mankind is that of the woman. For what other reason would woman be here on earth, physically weaker, smaller, with more delicate sensibilities, other than to balance out the alpha male prototype of strength, size, and a harder sense of reality. But what happens when the mindset of this masculine energy is encompassed and well-hidden in a delightful female form? What do men want? Everyone already knows. Girl. Sex. Tits. Pussy. Ass. A warm, friendly smile. Even the possibility of a promise or glimmer of hope that a woman will look their way and wants to be near enough to allow him to smell her essence, her sweat, her perfume, her saliva, her hair, her heat. Well, I want to give it to them. I've been lucky enough to achieve so much, shocking to many. I am young and look even younger. I am youthful. I am smart. I am pretty. But every morning that I awaken, I am not satisfied. I want more. I want men. I want power. It is a hunger with no known cure. I am doomed. And I love it. I play in this life. In this world. I win. I don't lose. I wake. I lie in wait. I lay in wait. This sort of hunger drives me. Compels me beckons me forward into the bright, sorry, bright rays of sunshine peeking through in the dawning of the day. It peaks as the day rolls into night. My wings spread in the dark. My legs spread in the face of men. In the sight of a man in a state of lust. I swoon at the glimpse of the raging, throbbing flesh of manhood that likes what it sees. I like that it's me. This hunger is my nourishment. It is present in all things. You see, I have this look, this walk, this body, my eyes, sometimes hazel, sometimes gray, were fashioned after the black cat, notorious in folklore for their dangerous, seductive, and foreboding stare under brooding lids. My walk, my strut, 
the wiggle in my hips that tells of my extensive years of training in ballet, jazz, modern dance, and more erotic pose. My chest jets forward. My head is held high, exposing my delicacy. My dainty neck, showcasing my supposed vulnerability. My tits, perky, proud pillows, throwing up off my otherwise bliss frame. <clears throat> I pretend I don't notice. But sometimes, I really do forget. It is only when I'm awakened from some daydream or intense concentration that I realize how alive, too alive, I am actually being at that moment. Perhaps my, nip my nipples have begun to peek out over the top of my bra and is visible even through my blouse in a crowded room, or at the dinner table, or in some other location which had, until that moment, been absolutely devoid of overt sexual distraction. Or there are times when a simple sigh, after a long day of flitting about, completing this errand or that, in which that sigh sounds more like an orgasm, a whimper, a cat's meow. It is not intentional. It is not forced. It is inherent, ingrained, natural, a nymph in human form, conscious, unconscious. And that's the end. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you'll come back.
other than that Without whore and a cell and a sack Pause, you ever see a black skeleton rap Jaws, drop when that fella is that Applause, because I'm different and hella intact Lost, and all green under the medicine cap These sheep will be sheep laying dead in the grass I shattered all my fleece so I could steadily ask why Everybody's saying that
Um, and let's see, it's characterized by having overwhelming bass lines, reverberant drum patterns, clipped samples, occasional vocals, um, and incorporates drum and bass music, uh, has dissonant harmonies, um, and omnipresent sub bass. So that was what I was talking about. That was my main focus. Of, like, I just remembered the very first time I ever really heard uh, dubstep music was in Santa Barbara, that 2003, 2004. Um, and I just feel like my organs, like, jiggle and groove, like, despite myself. You know, regardless of the music and its quality, like, it's just intense. Like, concerts are amazing for this game of music. Um, but anyway, but it also has like a tempo of 138 to 142 beats per minute, Um, and there's uh, the effect of the wobble bass, so it's an extended bass note that's manipulated uh, rhythmically to move, and it sure does. <laughs> but uh, since uh, since its emergence and expansion all throughout the world. Um, a lot of hybrids have developed, like Brostep, for example, which is a mix of dubstep and hard metal music. Um, and there's post-dub, which gets slower and more experimental. And then a future garage hybrid, which is composed of a fusion of tons of different types of um, electro dance music. But yes, uh, so King Felix is who I shall be calling up in just a moment here. But just to get you reacquainted with the sound, I will play uh, touching bases in just two seconds here, and then we will start the interview. But here you go. Voila, there you go.
Operation by Kiko. Alrighty. Um, this could be like all the sort of like, <laughs> I don't even know what you would call it. Like, kismet. I don't know. Who knows? Like, I'm like, yes. I, we will see. Oh, we have a few more minutes. I believe we're both trying to call each other, which is awesome, but like unfortunate because now there's no interview. <laughs> but perhaps this will still go on. Um, in the meanwhile, uh, check out the song Tell Me Again by Collabo. And if I haven't heard yet after that, I will go ahead and do a live reading of something. Something sexy, something hot. There you go. Here's Tell Me Again by Halevo, and I'll be right back with you. Uh, and the call-in number, by the way, is 858-815-2333. Once again, it's 858-815-2333. Here you go. Here's Tell Me Again by Halevo. Tell me again. Tell me again.
and for a small, precious fee, the truth can gag upon your silvery spoon, devouring your pearly white goodness. Or allow it to stream slowly all over your cocktail napkin in two to three minutes flat if you're the impatient type. And most pigs are. Ah, greed. She rolls this hand, but she does not roll the den. No. That title belongs to the filthiest, kinkiest, most low-down damsel of them all. Our most heavenly duchess, a breathtakingly beautiful bombshell. The greatest mindfucker of all time. The dearest white witch in the history of our city of Détente. Ladies Porcelain. Née Tessa de la Cour, our shining angel has risen rather quickly to our top rank due to her inherent powers of seduction and eroticism. Porcelain likes it hard down here on the pleasure strip. She has an endless appetite for men, their money, and the driving, animalistic force beneath their fine linen trousers. I must caution you to be prudent, my love. Lady Porcelain will mindfuck your pocket, your penis, and your belief in your own shadow. Relentlessly. Until you've gone soft, limp, or empty. Porcelain detests broken men. Nevertheless, her tantalizing cunt has the power to fondle your pocket until it is made abundantly clear to you and everybody else. We are inconsequential. She will have stopped caring. You will cease to exist in her world, in our world. Nothing. A bliss. A waste of space. Still, she will continue to smile, peer at you innocently beneath her luscious mink and impossibly long lashes. Purse her Chanel laden lips, flash her sphinx-like grin, carefully concealing the genesis of her spoiled, rotten nature. Part her supple, shapely thighs in your direction. Thrust her prize one kick towards your lonely heart. Massage your neck with her perfectly manicured nails. Toss her voluminous blonde tresses about, poison the air that you breathe with sweet scent of jasmine and lavender tea. Lower her sensually seductive lids, shielding her enticingly doe-like fingering eyes. Extend her long, lean legs petulantly, showcasing her dainty feet, bound in black. Her trademark bitch, Alexander McQueen's stilettos, are her calling cards. The men who worship her have paid dearly since their own. Sir, simply to arrange a proper introduction would require considerably more of your salary than any gift you've ever procured for any other temporary soulmate, or even your wife for that matter. I am afraid Our Lady may find you pathetic, earnestly awaiting a pity fuck.
Ah, uh, I see. You are indeed still waiting. I take it. Oh yes, I'm certain that porcelain is aware of this. That is exactly why she smiles. That is precisely why she giggles ever so coquettishly at your jokes. Didn't she really lead you to believe you were funny? Damn. She's good. And that is why she's here. Porcelain is our lady in wait, par excellence. Our little diamond devil doll who knows full well that you are quite capable of waiting a very long time. She appears so serene, pleasing to the eyes and ears, naive, indifferent. I know better. When our Duchess decides to strike, you will have never seen it coming. <laughs> Poor thing. That little Luciferina knows you like the Lord's Prayer. Beware. This is paradise. After all, welcome to Eden. That is the end of part one of the Heart Shaped Box, Welcome to Eden, an erotic short story that I wrote on April 30th, 2011 at 8.30 a.m. <laughs> <No. laughs> yes. In the meanwhile, um, I will play a song for you real quick, and I'll be right back with you. The call-in number is 858-815-2333. Once again, 858-815-2333. And I will play Monster by Prophet43. Here you Fly as an ego, ego, straight off the 
the top of the cerebro, and we know that he wrote nothing. I'm probably 43, not Miss Cleo, but I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill him. Live from the cellar, goblin gorilla. How is he illa when I've been doing this shit since seven? Yeah.
That was Stone by Ray Lazaric. Alrighty, so we're getting a bit close to the end of tonight's show. Um, however, we're not there just yet. So what I thought I would do is go ahead and share one more of my <laughs> erotic stories. Um, only because I'm going to inspire myself to like finally finish writing um, Annie and the Apple Bottoms. It's a story I've had in mind, like, and like, and the, what do you call it, the premise, all these things, characters, I can see it before me, but I won't sit and, like, complete it, and that's annoying me, so I'm going to read this last little thing, it's short, it's not as long as, um, Welcome to Eden, it's just a poem, um, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, hopefully, by the next show, I'll be reading Annie and the Apple Bottom for you all. And if you feel like it, it involves now. Wrong. Sorry, I'm Yeah. Anyways, um, do that as it may. I will go ahead and do, um, cheese. Where did it go? This is horrible. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and as well, um, let me go ahead and just put it out there that I will go ahead and interview King Felix, um, Jason of King Felix as soon as possible. So if it happens before next Sunday, I will have it on my personal website, um, uh, livinggrind.com or to livinggrindinlife.com. So both lead to the same place, and I will post it there if it takes place before next Sunday. Um, but I'll go ahead and read The Lady in the Window here for you real quick. Um, and, yeah. And there you go. So, here we go. The Lady in the Window. It was written um, the day before Halloween. Uh, just last year, October 30th, 2012. So here is one more time. <laughs> Alright. Okay. The lady in the window. Yeah, she only wants for me. She bleeds bright golden tokens from her standing stiff army. The lady in the window. As naked as can be. She's hiding in my box for the whole wide world to see. The lady in the window. She is my one and only fan. She sends me soiled sundry. I give her all I can. The lady in the window. My broadcast fantasy. And once she hits her goal, it will be then and her and me. Tonight, I'll have her all for me. In my dreams, she's always free. The end. That was The Lady in the Window. October 30th, 2012 at 1.52 a.m. in the morning in Los Angeles, California. That being said, next week, next Sunday, I am set to um, have my long-awaited interview with Hammer Man, Hammer Time, Mr. Sexy Hammer Boy, that cam boy to put Hammer in the place of Lady. <laughs> but yes, there's just a indirect shout out to all cam people out there. Um, so yes, as we bring tonight's show to a close. I wish you all much happiness, love, success, um, uh, all those things. <laughs>
and keep tuning in every Sunday, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard. Oh my goodness, I'm getting a call, and now it just disappeared. It was so wild. Oh, <laughs> oh la la. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna play a song. I'm gonna play a song real quick, and I'm gonna see in this between time of this next song here if you will have this interview after all. It looks like it. It looks like it. So let me see. Um, I'm gonna play Sleepy Hit. Uh, <laughs> or maybe not. Jeez. Okay, hold on, everyone. One moment. Yellow. Yellow. <laughs> hey, hey, it's uh, it's King Felix. Is this Sandra? Yes, this is Sandra. How are you? Oh, okay. Yeah, I I'm doing pretty good. Um, sorry, I'm a little late to call in. Um, yes, Mister. I was gonna tell you about that. <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah. So what happened? Oh, I I was just. It took me a while to get back. I was we we were out last night and we were setting up like. One of my friends was supposed to DJ, and then my roommate got in a car accident, so it's been a kind of an epic <gasps> oh. day. Wow. Yeah, but it's, it's all it's all it's all good now. <laughs> uh, but, everybody um, has all all their limbs and all this. <laughs> yeah, everybody everybody's alive, so that's that's good news. So oh. and he's full coverage, so it's all good. Okay. Well. Well. Um. Yes, I wish everyone well. Then, um, yes. So please tell everyone. Please share. Um, I'm not sure if you've had a chance to tune in at all this evening. I was sharing like my best possible descriptions of um, what like uh, dubstep music is, and I'm not sure. I mean, I believe that you would, you would fit into that category just as well as any other dubstep artist. Would you also think that you? would fit into other genres as well that I may not be aware of because for people that aren't like diehard um, electronic um, dance genre fans, like they may not be able to distinguish each from the other. So I just want to hear from you personally. What What is your sound to you? Oh, yeah. I, I think it's funny too. There's so many like sub-genres of electronic music. It's like hard to keep track of everything. But we, we just like writing electronic music basically and I, I I think we fall into dubstep or like bass music really uh-huh. I, I also like writing a lot of hip-hop because I, I feel like the subtle whoops are really going towards hip-hop and that so I'm kind of yeah. trying to bring that into that realm because I, I love hip-hop for from forever and so I'm trying to like bring that electronic feel into it to keep it alive forever you, know? you look like you're 18 what do you mean forever <laughs> let's, 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 I, let's rewind yeah. Let's rewind. Like, what did you start out listening to growing up? Like, what was your favorite music? Uh, you know, what's funny is I didn't really get into electronic music until about two years ago, which is crazy. Before that, I listened to like punk rock and like like normal music, I guess, like rock. I was like the Beatles and Queen and Pink Floyd when I was little. Rock? And rock is not. Yeah. Ask your ask your parents. <laughs> Just kidding. And, and then when I got older, I got into this one band called uh, the Bloody Beatroots, and they were my first electronic band I got into. And they were they, they were actually like screaming over top of electron playing live instruments. And so since then, I've always tried to like incorporate that in our live shows and everything we do, because I think that right, you right. can do more than just DJ, you know. 
Well, are you yeah. saying you went to you went to a concert where they were playing? That was your very first experience with them, or or was it? Oh a, yeah, it was. Yeah, you know, it was. It was. It was actually. It was kind of like a rave. I. I it was like a club kind of rave. There's candy kids and stuff. And, but it was it was super cool because the bloody beat roots like they they incorporate that electronic sound with like electronic synths and stuff, but they also sing and have a show. So there's a lot more to do in like see with a band that's doing the electronic thing rather than just a DJ. I feel right. like a DJ is more like just like housing and having everyone chill and dancing, whereas like a, a stage performance is more like you want to see what they're doing on stage more than just like a little mixer. So we always right. try to like bring. I was I was play synths on stage and one of my uh, bandmates Edgar he plays violin live, he does that Ooh. so it's pretty cool yeah so we have we have a little bit more of an interesting game I think than yeah, most electronic definitely definitely because we I was actually, we make everything I got... go ahead go ahead oh no I was just gonna say we make everything from jamming by the way too because we're all musicians so it's like. It's different than how most people make music. We go about it by like jamming it out together and like writing some cool stuff, and then I like organize it into like a beat, and then we mastered ourselves. And that's like that's how like everyone goes. Every song is pretty much that we produced on King Felix at least. Okay, and then so then if everyone is pretty much a musician at heart, like a, a traditional musician, what does everyone play aside from the violin? The guy that plays the violin, what what did you learn, and what did everyone else learn? Oh, I used to do opera actually. When I first went you know, and entered university, I was into like musicals and Broadway. Yeah, it's weird, but oh that's goodness. like what I used to do. That's awesome. And so, awesome. so I was kind of like classically trained in that, right? And then I got out of that because I really got into acting. And I originally moved it to Los Angeles to do like comedy stuff because I did improv at like Second City and Upright Citizens Brigade. And then I started to get more heavily okay, into wait. electronic music. Wait. Yeah, I know. That, I, I, have a, I have a big what? story. <laughs> yes. So wait, hold on, hold on, back up, because this is totally cool. Like, I want to know more. Wait, okay. Yeah. So, you, where did you go to school, if you don't mind sharing? Oh yeah, no, no problem at all. I, I originally went to university at uh, San Bernardino, which is the worst place <laughs> ever, Cal State San Bernardino. But that was just <laughs> to like get out here to LA. So I got straight okay. A's, and then finally I was able to transfer out to Cal State Northridge. And okay. I, I'm finishing up my degree in uh, psychology, actually, which is why I do music, but I, my major is different. Oh, nice. Do you minor in, like, ethnomusicography or any of those musicology stuff? Like, I think it would be totally interesting to study that, like, the music, like, the effects of different it's pretty, types of music. It's pretty cool to study it. Oh, yeah, no, I agree. I think it's good to study the minor, because your major is kind of discouraging, because, like, there's a lot in it that has nothing to do with where music's going. It's more like the history of it and the past. Right. It's not really quite <laughs> too current. But I do have my minor in music. I have my minor in theater, my minor in philosophy. So yeah. I, I think it's good to I think it's good to have like minors and stuff that you have, have good interests in. But for I my I just think psychology is a major because I thought it was cool, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's like it's like an interesting topic. Mm, totally. I, I think I I think your music reflects what you studied. It, it makes sense to me, especially hearing all this. But when you were doing like acting and things like that, do you still pursue that as well? Um, said, I do. Oh yeah, I really want to pursue acting, but like you know, if you're a jack of all trades, a master of nothing. So I kind of had to pick music for <laughs> a little bit. 
So I'm I'm kind of like focusing on this and trying to like work it out so we can play around the area more. We've played some small shows, but now that we're like getting actually like to the point where I think we're pretty good, I want to like get out more and perform more at bigger venues. We're supposed to be playing right. at the Velasco this this coming month, by the way. Okay, well, yeah, because you're you're actually based in Los Angeles, right? Like, yeah, so we're getting area. right. Yeah, that's a beach. Yeah, Santa Monica area. Totally. Oh, I love Santa Monica. That's my favorite place in the world. That's where I want to move. Oh, you would you would most likely love it in Santa Monica. I think you'd also like it in Santa Barbara. Like I was telling everyone earlier. Uh, in the show of how my first experience with dubstep was actually in Santa Barbara. Like a lot of um, electronic music bands brought, like you know. Yeah, that's uh, that's where the Bloody Beat Roots basically came there. from. Steve Aoki in Santa Barbara. Yeah, that's yeah. where that's that's how I got into it too. Is the Santa Barbara electronica. That's that was like a really cool one? feel. Did you guys the same one? That'd be so funny. It was like oh three or oh four though. I don't know. We probably did. We didn't even know. <laughs> How funny! Oh my goodness, that's awesome. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, so everyone listening in, um, uh, this is Jason from TeamFelixMusic.com. Um, I was actually on SoundCloud for a long time last night, and I was listening to uh one of your sets that had like it was just after what was it? Oh, I'm it down. It was just after Hopefully's Nightmare. There's a select set of like maybe like 48 minutes long or something, and I like there's like I don't know with SoundCloud I like how they have where you can pick the moment that you like the best in certain songs, and I just found one in there. I don't know how to display that for everyone listening in right now, but I will try to do that on my website actually on Living Grind sometime during the week. I'll try to like show that and play that part for you all, but. Um, like how many, um, I guess albums have you produced together? We, has your we've, band changed we've, membership? We've produced two albums now together. Um, our first one we did last year in May and it was just a three song EP. And this last one we produced, um, it's like a seven song album and we released it October, no, November 11th with a sequence of music videos that we all made from scratch. Um, me and my other bandmate Dennis Lundriegel, we uh, focused on video editing because we wanted to have like videos to go with our album. So we have these, these like vintage feeling kind of like VHSE animated kind of videos to go with our songs for our latest album. Yeah. And uh, and and most recently we got on Porks Records that, um, for this electro album. So we've been writing a lot of dance tracks for that, and that's supposed to be on Beatport this coming week. So in total, three albums, and we're we're working on our fourth. Oh, right on. Okay. And then, how do you feel about um, mainstream artists that are sort of infusing uh, dubstep into their oh. into their more recent works, like Britney Spears, Rihanna, these people who can kind of detect oh. the sort of inspiration from from your genre? I think it's, I think it's great. I love all types of music. I try to stay current and like, in, you know, a little bit ahead of the game if I can. So I listen to everything, even pop. Like I'm cool with everything, and I, I think that it's neat that they're in, incorporating electronic music and that feeling into it because it's like it's where it's going, you know. 
Yeah. <laughs> I can see, like, some DJs are, like, super against it. They're like, oh, they're using our underground sound or whatever. But who cares? If it sounds nice, it sounds cool, you know? It's like, I just like a good song for a good song. It doesn't, it's just because it's pop doesn't mean I, I dislike it at all. Right. Huh. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm a little different. <laughs> no, no, no. No, it's not a bad thing at all. I mean, you know, what what you like is, is what you like. I kind of agree. I don't really have a set uh, type of music that I just prefer or just absolutely hate. Like, it depends on that particular, you know, string of sound. <laughs> I don't know. So I, I can understand that you did that. Um, but uh, seriously, growing up when you were little, like what songs were your absolute favorite? That you just like, oh. wow, what? I'm gonna remember this forever. Like just growing up, like either like. It was a lot of. I listened to a lot of. I listened to a lot of Queen, actually, and and uh, he influenced me a lot. And like weirdly, I was in a punk punk phase, so like AFI and him and those kind of bands actually really influenced me when I was young. And um, I always loved how, how performance aspect they were. Like when I when I used to watch AFI or I used to watch Queen, like when I saw him perform Bohemian Rhapsody, just on videos because, you know, he's long gone by that time. Like I was so impressed by his his performing and like it was always amazing to watch them. Oh, John Lennon and the Beatles. Also, like yeah. I, I've listened to Beatles since I was super little. Even the Bee Gees and like weird music. But everyone who I've been into has had like a really cool performance aspect. And I really think that when a performer's on stage, it's like right. they, they, they can, they're like in charge of like everyone having a good time. So like whenever we perform yeah, live, I just want people to have a good time. So they're like my, that's my main influence, I guess, that I take from all my childhood music is like. Is 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 the the way they make people feel with their music, and the way they make them forget about their crappy daily lives for five minutes and just have fun, and that's like kind yeah. of the goal of King Felix, you know. That's great. Definitely. So I I hope that I hope that answered it. I hope that I hope that was okay. No, you definitely you did. Um, yes, I I like I really like that answer actually because the first the very first concert I ever saw was a Janet Jackson concert. And it was so amazing with just all the stage props, all the dancers, like the choreography was so well, like, you know, defined and very well orchestrated. It was amazing. I was like seven and I could tell like, yeah, it was sure. a good performance. Like it's just a, a good show is a good show. Like everything that comes together and with it, you know, so I don't know. I forgot about Michael Jackson was up there for me too, for performers. He's amazing. Like no one can beat him. His, he, he just like makes a whole world for his audience, you know? And it, it, yeah. I mean, he's weird or whatever, but that doesn't matter because, like, his performing was so cool. And, like, <laughs> I don't know. There's a certain, like, dedication to, like, creating a world for, for your audience. And, like, if you're not 100% committed to it, it comes out, like, funky. So it's, like, I, right. I always appreciated watching him and his, his, like, dedication to it. And, like, right. it's really cool. I'm not a great dancer, a born, but I a actually... A born entertainer. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we Why actually are going to have a dancer though, and, and dancers for our, our next stuff when we finish our tour, when we actually start up our tour. Because I have a friend, oh. who's a professional dancer, who dances amazing, and we're going to have him okay. him do some choreography. Because I think there's it needs to be there. Artists. Wait, him? You need you need a chick dancer. So if you ever go to like any really like small venues, smoky, 
So like what's the password type places? Alabear, Chick, Al Dan. Really? Yeah. That'd be super Talk awesome. <laughs> that, yeah, no, that, I appreciate that. That's that would be amazing. Fun. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, I, that, well, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I guess um, let's see, like as far as you liking opera and uh, Broadway growing up, what was your favorite stage play? I have a few favorites. What was your favorite? Like play or opera or? Uh, Broadway. Um, Oh. Okay, my favorite Broadway musical is actually Rent, uh, because it, Jonathan Larson was just awesome. He changed the game, and it's not all about like weird old musicals anymore. It's like there's a lot of rock musicals and cool things. Also, like the Book of Mormon, <laughs> that that musical is amazing. I saw that. That is like, that, yeah, that <laughs> is genius. Yeah. Uh, as far as operas go, it's weird. I don't know. There's a lot of them, but I I, I can't really pick and choose from them. They're, they're different. But uh, I, I think it was called La Boheme. That, yeah, that's my favorite opera, is La Boheme. And that's basically the story of Rent. <laughs> well, yeah, I, cool. actually, I actually saw that as a ballet by a Russian, it was like Tchaikovsky ballet doing La Boheme. It was like, oh my goodness, like Russian subtitles during the ballet. It was weird. This was in Paris, mind you. But yeah, I, I like Oh no, I like I like ballet actually as well. I I I sometimes go to like fine art shows like that and just like go to appreciate it because it's oh that's art. <laughs> You're my new best friend. This is awesome. I like this. Cool. <laughs> and your friends are okay from car accidents. I'm like, yeah, yo, no, they're they're totally cool. Edgar's G, he's good. His hands are still okay from for violin. He didn't get hurt. Yeah, no one got hurt. It was just like I don't know. It was just silly, you know. Cracks can go, but I I mean, my my car's doing good though. Thank God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. But is is there is there anything else? Because this is cool, by the way. I appreciate the interview. Yeah, I just feel like um, I feel free to tell me about. Um, your dreams and goals for uh, Kim Felix music. Um, you know, a year from now, five years from now, whatever. Like, what what would make you happiest to keep everything as exactly as it is, or to go even bigger and beyond, or what? What's your ultimate um, goal? The goal for King Felix is like uh, we have other like aliases for other stuff. I can't really. To talk about those but like for King Felix it's like the goal is I think to just I mean I want to perform everywhere in the world but my actual goal is to like wake people up I just like want people to realize that they're their own savior and that the world can change like I'm not it sounds crazy but I'm like that guy who wants to change the world to make it a better yeah. place and I feel like if if I was a politician or if I was involved in anything like that I would become like skewed by that realm of thought and I can't really change the world in that aspect so I'm using music and art and acting to like help people realize that they're their own savior that they can be happy if they want to you know and that we can actually change the world to make a better place sounds crazy and cheesy but like that's the ultimate goal no it doesn't sound cheesy at all sounds very um humanist I like it I like it a lot 
who's actually calling, um, a very good friend of mine, was like, I'm going to design my own religion. Watch me awesome. <laughs> 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 it's going to be based on, like, very passionate creation, creativity, innovation, and, like, you know, um, intellectual curiosity, and just following your own rational uh, good nature will basically, I don't know. So I can totally dig it. I, I think it's awesome. Um, to no, true that, though. But that the world is cool. around you just by your own, your very own being and presence of, like, exceeding positivity and happiness. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I, I love making music. It, it, it makes me just feel like, it makes me feel whole. And, like, even if no one listens to our music, I will. <laughs> like I, I love making beats. It's been, but I mean, it's it's going good. We have we have a pretty big growing fan base, and it's coming along well. I mean, I work super hard at music, and so do my bandmates. Like, I I wake up personally, I wake up every day, and then work music until I pass out about like twenty to forty eight hours later, and then do it all again the next day. And and I love it. It just makes me feel whole, and I just like use music for. I don't know. It's like my expression that goes beyond what words can possibly describe. I guess. I think that's really that's really funny because all all of you musicians musicians more or less are like the same in that way of like I'm all okay. So what's your favorite uh, movie? I want to watch any movies. Okay, what do you do for fun? Oh, uh, maybe fun. I'm already living it. Like my music. I don't go. Where am I gonna go this time or that? I'm gonna put on my music. Like it's so. So, uh, like consistent amongst all pretty much all the musicians I've spoken with that their life they live and breathe music that they that is fun and they live fun by doing it. Oh, yeah, it. so it's kind of it's cool, you know. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree with that totally. Um, but yeah. besides, oh, uh, where I where I want musically for us to go. I'm always willing to adapt with the times and the change for music. Like, I'm not always going to be like, we have to always sound exactly like this, like King Felix. Like, I'm always willing to, like, I like to see the current trends in music and, like, look a little bit ahead and try to write music that, that people will listen to and that I like that has our own that has our own flavor with it, you know? It's not, like, exactly, like, stereotypical, like, trap. If we write trap, we'll put our little King Felix spin on it, you know? But I think it's good to discover new musical genres and, like, move along with the times. It's, right. uh, I think it's important for artists huh. to do. And if, I mean, it, unless it's, like, I mean, sometimes people have their certain sound and they'll, like, sound, like, really vintage. Like, uh, there's a band called Warpaint I like a lot. But they sound like they're, like, vintage kind of. And that's, like, their thing. And But for me, I just yeah. always want to ad- adapt, at least with King Felix, like, keep up with the times as much as I can. Right. Well, there you go. Um, I think the music's fantastic. It's awesome. It's great. Um, if you're ever going to be doing a show in the Santa Monica area, definitely let me know. Oh, yeah. I'd love to have you dance if you're down. That would be cool. I'll totally. hold you to that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay. There we go. Totally. It sounds fun. Okay. And then, um, do you have a favorite movie or a favorite couple movies of all time? Like this. Well, my favorite movie? Yeah. All time? I know, it's like, like all oh, random. It's, but <laughs> oh, it's, I know yeah. it's Forrest Gump. I know it's super weird, but it's Forrest Gump. It's my favorite movie of all time. I don't know. As I wa- Every time I watch it, it's a little bit different. 
it, it, it's um it's it's an well, interesting film. Yeah, I know it's yeah. a weird film to have as my favorite one, but it's Forrest Gump. It's it's like the greatest comedy ever written as well as the most serious film. And are you there? Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna oh, okay, for that. That's a great movie. Oh no no oh no! Like, oh, he, he like Forrest <laughs> Gump hanging up. No. <laughs>
So um, I hope everyone checks it out. Give it a go. And I wish you a lot of success. And yes, you may give me a call if you need a lady dancer for one of your concerts. Oh, oh, uh, you know, no, I'm going to hit you up on that. I'm actually stoked about that. That would be super cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, yeah I'll, I'll toss a few more mixes down this week. We, we've been writing a few songs, so I'll throw them on your radio soon. And if you ever need a DJ or anything, I can DJ on the fly. So just let me know. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, definitely. For sure. All right. Oh, yeah. Have All a good right. night. Thank you very okay. much for having me on. Thank you so much. I'm glad your friends are are doing all well. You know, you missed it. <laughs> so. All right. Peace out. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> there we go. Alrighty. So that was Jason of King Felix. Uh, check out more at kingfelixmusic.com. The music is definitely awesome. I hope you had a great time uh, listening to the interview. And I will see everyone, or speak with everyone at least, next Sunday uh, at 8 p.m. Pacific time. So um, sleep well, sleep tight, and um, enjoy this very last song. <laughs> Don't sleep. radio listeners have yourself a naked day and make it a naughty night with me Sandra London on Playtime with Sandra every Sunday night 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time 10 p.m. Central 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.